This is Cody Mack, voice of the Franklin Parish Patriots and co-host of the Extra Point on KMAR Thursdays during football season at 5 p.m. You are listening to the Extra Point Podcast, a playback of our weekly show. Don't forget you can listen live on Thursdays during football season only on KMAR, Mixler.com, and TuneIn Radio. Or you can check it out right here, the Extra Point Podcast. The following is a broadcast of KMAR Sports. Welcome to the Extra Point. Calls for the snap. They will hand it off to Greeley. Greeley will not make it. Tackled in the backfield. Two receivers left, two to the right. Here's a snap. Curtis will pass it. Throws it down the middle of the field. Got a wide open man. Javion White with the catch at the 40, the 30, the 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Franklin Parish. Watch out. First down and goal from the 10. Curtis in the pistol. Calls for the snap. Three-step drop. Throws it out. Caught by Javion White. Trying to get to the pylon. Did he get there? He did. He did. Touchdown, Franklin Parish. About that. It's the Extra Point with Cody Maroney and Matt Reynolds. And welcome to a Thursday edition of the Extra Point right here on KMAR. Streaming online at uh, TuneIn Radio and Apple Music as well. I am uh, your co-host, Cody Maroney. Co-host across the way there, Matt Reynolds. Oh, Matt, hey, easy now. Easy. You better not do that. There's a group of people in uh, Washington that will come after you. Let me tell you that. something. <laughs> How about the egg on the face of Major League Baseball? Yeah. You pull the All-Star, All-Star game away from Atlanta over stupid made-up reasons, and then the Braves win the World Series and celebrate in your face. I want it, I mean, I hate it had to happen to Houston because I, I love that they have a grudge to pick with Major League Baseball sure. and the rest of yeah. you know, the other teams because either team would have been great, but it was just extra sweet to see the Braves, Freddie Freeman, just kind of just, just a middle finger yeah. to Major League Baseball and everybody who said, yeah, you don't deserve the All-Star game because of something your legislation did. The stupidest thing I've ever heard. Wokeism getting slammed again. Bad week for wokeism. Yeah. Bad week for wokeism. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great week for us. <laughs> great, great week for, yeah. for us guys. You know, I I would have I was okay with losing to Atlanta in the World Series. Yeah. For several reasons. Number one, I mean Atlanta's one of those uh one of those teams very historic franchise. Sure. Uh team of the nineties, second to uh of course Cubs the Yankees. And the Yanks. And um, you know it, it's just one of the, they're a feel good franchise. You like you like the Braves. Mm-hmm. Now if it had been the Dodgers, I may would have been a little bit more. Oh yeah, disappointed no. in that. But. <laughs> no. Been the opposite yeah. reaction. That's but right. It's just yeah. If anybody was to beat the Astros, it's good to see the Braves do it and, and dominate it. Really, I mean, shot, getting hot at the right time of the year. Yeah. And, and certainly, you know, they, they've steadily improved though mm-hmm. the past few years. You could see it coming, but yeah. I don't think anybody expected them to, for the World Series this year. Those back-to-back Jackson Game Four Ooh, really kind of put them over over the top. I mean, you, yeah. you know, it's two two one lead in the series. You're you're about to be tied because Atlanta. I mean, uh, excuse me, Houston has dominated this entire ball game. Yes, uh, the whole way yes. till that. You hit those back-to-back jacks, you take the lead, and then Altuve gets a hold of one that yeah. I thought was going to leave the ballpark. And it didn't. And the guy makes a circus catch in left field. As soon as he made that, I text my buddy, and I was like, it's over. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. everything's falling their way. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, Houston did end up winning game five, going to game mm-hmm. six back to Houston. I mean, yeah, back to Houston. And then, of course, uh, a dominating 7 nothing win. Dominated. I mean, it wasn't even close. Yeah. Something I really noticed over the course of watching those few games is how how much I enjoy John Smoltz. Yeah. It's like he's one of the few baseball guys out there that can sit there and talk shop and, like, you feel like, okay, yeah, I've been in a clubhouse before or something. He, I don't know. He has that unique ability to, to open the curtain up because he has so much experience and let you kind of feel like you've walked in his shoes and know what it's like inside baseball, like literally in the clubhouse. And I've never really – I guess paid attention much to him until this World Series, but yeah. he's, he's he's one of the best out there for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, with the uh, fall classic behind us, yes, 
Uh, we have entered the final week of the 2021 LHSA football season. Uh, we wait so yeah. long for it to get here, and now it's uh, it's about it's to gone. leave us. It's, it's gone, and 10, 10 weeks have went very quick. Uh, we haven't seen many highs. We've seen a lot of lows. And uh, hopefully Franklin Parish can, can come out tomorrow and really end on a high note. But having said that, Cody, we've seen a lot of good teams. And I know I think I mentioned this to you during the broadcast the other night. But, you know, we've seen a Lake Charles College prep a top-10 team who apparently is not going to get to play in the playoffs. Something going on there. Yeah, a um, lot of forfeits. I'm not sure if they're well, spending them from the playoffs altogether. But yeah. It's a, uh, but, it's a weird um, deal. Not, I think it may be some investigations going on there, too. Um, so, start out with them. We see a very good team, state championship team in, in uh, Arkansas, more in Arkansas. We've seen Union Parish, who was in the state finals last year, still a very good team this year. Seen Neville, and then we know what Neville is. Seen Huntington. None of them can hold a candle to Sterlington, in my opinion. Oh, no. No. Neville could hang with them. Sterlington was the by far and away the best team we saw all year. Just their their balance offensively, they're able to run the ball and throw the ball. Just a nasty defense too. And you know, they, they play with swagger. They play with a with a chip on their shoulder, and you can see why they're number one in the state. And that takes us to our uh our games from last week as we round out the scoreboard from last week, Sterlington scores 30 points in the third quarter. Yeah, the, the and, tumultuous uh, third quarter for the Patriots past two weeks. You get 40 put on you by Huntington, and then, you know, Sterlington nearly matches it in the third quarter the, the following week. Yeah, 30 points in the third quarter. They take a 54-6 win, improve their record to 9-0 mm-hmm. on the year. And uh, that takes us uh, into our roundup from last week. We start with Rustin beating West Washita on a Thursday night game, 38-7. to uh, Haynesville all over Lincoln Prep, 43-12. to um, Let's see, uh, Oak Grove getting back in the win column with a 31-14 win over yeah. St. Fred's. That one, that one killed our picks last week. Yeah, right? well, you could kind of – you could see Oak Grove getting a bounce-back win, and but you, you wanted to say St. Fred's had things rolling. You know, at that point, they played some very good teams. They they were up on OCS for the most part of that game, ended up losing. And it just seemed like things were turning around there for Andy Robinson Company. Still a bit of a physical difference between those two programs. So, you got your, you know, your corn-fed – hard-hitting, smashing-the-mouth Oak Grove. And still, St. Fred's got a little more to do where it comes to playing yeah. tough for four quarters. Right. Uh, let's see. Union defeating Carroll 34-22 to last week. It was Neville. Uh, had this game won after the first quarter was over. It was oh, no, final no. was 62 to nothing. But well, I saw A.J. Allen had five carries for 140 yards <laughs> and My three goodness. touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, so pretty much every carry was to the house, you know. Uh, you know it's going to be a long night. Uh, let's see other games, other matchups. Gina over Marksville, thirty-eight to eight. Winfield shutting out Lakeview, thirty-three to nothing. It was River Oaks and Sisley Island. River Oaks getting the ten-six win. There's a field goal in there somewhere, <laughs> unless there's a safety. I think. It, and, uh, <laughs> I doubt it was many field goals <laughs> yeah, today. Well, no, River Oaks normally has a could, kicker. Could be. Could be ten to six though. The final score there. Uh, Thrive Academy. They thrived Ooh. the other night, 26-6, winners over Tinsaw. <laughs> um, let's see, Tallulah Academy being Porter's Chapel in the playoffs, 44-36. Mm-hmm. Uh, OCS over Delhi, 60-6. LaSalle over Northwood, 42-22. Cedar Creek, shout out Delta Charter, 57-0. Oh, um, Buckeye over Caldwell, 14-10. Another 10 spotter yeah. there. Um, Richwood. Losing to Wassman, 42-18. Mm-hmm. Halton over Natchitoches Central, 35-7. Del High Charter edging out Faraday, 24-20. Big win for the Gators there. Yeah. Uh, 46-0. Mangum over Ravel. West Monroe all over Pineville, 30-12. Vidalia beating Madison, 34-20. Uh, and Washita comes back to beat Alexandra Ash. Senior did High, you hear, 26-23. Did you hear how this happened? I did not. Well, okay. let me enlighten you. Okay, so 20 20- uh, 23 to 20, I think, was the last score we saw. Ash was up right. on Washington, or was up on Washington. Two minutes left, 99 yard kickoff return. Oh man, Washington gets the win. But let me tell you, man, I, well, I'm a believer. It's crazy as one yard, it'd have been a touchback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No matter if he brought it out or not, right. they'd have called it. Todd Garvin, touchback. what he's done over there. I mean, comeback win versus Ash. You're in a three overtime loss to Rustin. Who you only reason you lose is because you go for two, 
you beat West Monroe in three overtimes. Yeah, he, he's fully got them back. He, he's doing, and, and they've always had the talent they, at, at yeah. Wachita. It's just getting the right coach in there, and watch out, they could be power in that district. I also want to congratulate uh, Franklin Academy on a uh, very good season this year. Yeah. Lee, Lee Academy out of Arkansas defeated Franklin Academy 54-26, officially eliminating them from the MAIS playoffs. But good to see Franklin Academy back in uh, the playoffs. Didn't play playoffs. last year. Didn't play last year, so right. back on the football field. Coach Farrington and company uh, getting to the playoffs, and it's good to always get, see – Football teams actually participating in a season, which they, they got, didn't get to a year ago. They got a special little quarterback over at Franklin. Yeah, saw a few highlights. You know, you get to throw a lot, man, in yep. that eight-man league, and uh, they certainly over a course of a couple seasons, you can develop some relationship with your receivers that you're throwing to. Well, you know, I say that FP throws the ball forty sometimes a game right. too, yeah. but it's a little different uh, when you got less men defending on the field. And uh, Coach Farrington's going to have a little squad in the next couple of years. That is a look at our uh, scoreboard roundup from last week in week nine in the LHSA. When we come back, we're going to take a look at tomorrow's or tonight and tomorrow's uh, games games as well. Yeah, a lot of games wrapping up. Some uh, playoff implications possibly, some seeding implications always in uh, week 10 of the LHSA season. So we'll get to that after this. Send a word from our great sponsors. You're listening to The Extra Point. You're listening to the Extra Point Podcast, a playback of our Thursday show on KMAR, Mixler.com, and TuneIn Radio. Tune in Thursdays at 5 p.m. for the Extra Point. Now, back to the show. It's the Extra Point with Cody Maroney and Matt Reynolds. You know I need your love. You got that hold over me. Long as I got your And welcome back to the Extra Point right here on KMAR, streaming online, <laughs> tune in radio, Apple Music. That one's been on when your he, mind here lately. When huh? he calls you woman, Whoa. you know woman? it's serious. <laughs> the, uh, from Glasgow, Scotland, Jerry Rafferty. Woman, not woman. Yeah, woman. 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 Right down the line. That's a good woman. It's a good song, too. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're the woman that spurred this, you got to be <laughs> feel pretty good about yourself, right? right. I mean, it's basically worshiping the woman. And one of the few love songs, especially from the 70s, that doesn't compliment the woman's looks. Yeah. She's not a, just, you know, this beauty. Mm-hmm. She's, she's just a good woman because she stood by me because I was a raging drunk, which yeah. is basically Jerry. You know, right had, down the had line. That, had that problem, so yeah. <laughs> Great good. song. So you, uh, you know, we we were tossing around some tunes last week during the show, and uh, yeah. you kind of heard this one, and and then you was like, oh, I think it's the baseline or it something is. that gets in your head, that gets in your crawl. Baselines, um, baselines can do it. Yes, and a lot of songs. You know, uh, there's uh, a Red Hot Chili Pepper song that has a oh, I'm tremendous. Sure well, a lot of them do, but this yeah. one in particular. Well, Flea, you got Flea plucking yeah. the blaze, man. The this bass. one. This one in particular, uh, Soul to Squeeze is the oh, name of yeah. that. Well, that's the early, yeah, early yeah, Peppers. Yeah, that's early 90s well, not, Peppers. You know, it's in their first album, but still it's going to be, you know, back when Chris Farley, I remember one movie he was in. Coneheads. Coneheads, there it is. That's yes. where the song's from. Yeah, so yeah. Shows you Great how movie. old it is. Oh, of, Great of movie. Of course. Classic. <laughs> I, can remember, I can remember when you went as a Conehead for <laughs> Halloween. Ah, yes. Yeah. Still got that going in. I never get rid of any of my costumes because you never know. You got a costume closet somewhere. Might have to come in handy one day. Of course. Uh, Welcome back to the Extra Point as uh, we are getting you set for week 10 of the LHSA football season. Let's get to it. uh, This week's games, uh, we'll start with a couple of matchups for uh, today. There's a lot of Thursday night matchups here. Yeah, week 10 usually has uh, everybody trying to move it to Thursday uh, you know, of course, go scouting. There used to be the uh, – there's no point in going scouting now, right? Nah, you, nah, got, you, you can get the film right yeah, there in front but, of you, you know, within ha- 24 hours. You know, in recent years, I'm not, not thinking maybe last year, but a couple years before that, you'd have a lot of games get moved to Thursday because of weather. Remember how weird that yeah. was? You know, yeah. 
for years, you know, for decades, nobody, you just played in the rain. And then all of a sudden you started moving games to Thursday. Didn't see any of that this year, even though we had a lot, a lot of uh, rain on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. We had uh, several delays throughout Northeast Louisiana. I think uh, one of the nights uh, we thought we were going to get away from it. It it looked like it was further North and there were a lot of games that night that didn't get kicked off till around eight 39 o'clock. While we were stuck typhoon. in several delays with about Homecoming a minute night. left in the second quarter. <laughs> yeah, that's Couldn't right. Couldn't just play the minute. Couldn't just roll the clock. And of course, uh, homecoming night, uh, Frank Paris gets her only win mm-hmm. on homecoming night and just barely get the homecoming festivities finished, and then a 60-mile-an-hour wind yeah. comes through. And, Monsoon. Yeah, but luckily the uh, the queen was dry. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. They was able to uh, get the queen uh, down the middle of the 50-yard line, right. let just her do her time. thing, crown that time. baby, and then, yeah, let's move under some umbrella somewhere. Yep. Uh, we start off uh, with the Thursday night football contest tonight. Uh, the 3-6 and six River Oaks team will travel to take on the 2-6 and Dale High Bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is tonight. Also tonight, Carroll and Sterlington tonight. Yeah, you know, Carroll hung with Washita. I think about it, you know, week two. You think about the year Washita's had, and Carroll was winning that game with two minutes left. It says a lot about them. But, of course, we saw them firsthand. Uh, I think they've improved, you know, week after week. But, come on, man. <laughs> we saw what they're facing last week. They're, they're facing an immovable object yeah. that's going to probably run the table until they get to the Superdome. And uh, also tonight, you can catch this one on the Neville Tiger Network. Uh, Huntington and Neville tonight, uh, eight and one Huntington team. We've seen them. The Raiders uh, were pretty tough in that second half, uh, scoring thirty-eight points against our Patriots. And uh, of course, Neville uh, at seven and one. Looking forward to this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think there's there's a deal here with both of these teams. As you know, Neville fans, yeah, they they've got a history of greatness, so they expect yeah. greatness. Right. And, and these Huntington fans. They've never experienced have it. never experienced greatness, and yeah. tonight they're going to go over and try to knock off the Neville Tigers. And the Tigers are like, "Hey, yeah, you know, there's you take the little cupcake schedule." One of them said it: a cupcake schedule that Huntington has played this year is not going to help them tonight. So we'll, well see. Well, let me tell you something, friend. I wouldn't underestimate Huntington. Absolutely, the Raiders. No. You know, had a had a terrible first half against FP. They went in, they regrouped, and went back to basics. They can run the football, and they got a big quarterback. They can get out of the pocket and sling it. Neville don't have that, my friend. Neville's got a good running back. Yeah. Neville's got a good defense. Neville doesn't have a dynamic quarterback like Huntington has it. That could keep them in the game. That, that could be the difference maker tonight. I mean, we saw that with, uh, you know, Neville and uh, – Yeah, St. Thomas Moore. St. Thomas Moore. One yeah, made them one-dimensional. That's right. So, uh, LaSalle and St. Mary's will get together tonight, both 7-2 and two mm-hmm. on the uh, young season. Montgomery at 1-8. and eight. We'll travel to Logansport at five and four. West Washtenaw and Ash tonight. Uh, the Chiefs at two and seven. We'll stay in five A. Good luck mm-hmm. the rest of the way. Alexandra Senior High though six and four on the year. Kind of a a lull for Bachman. Three straight losses for Ash after starting out you know as a top ten team. So Thomas Bachman trying to rally the troops before they surely find you know the playoffs here yep. next week. Uh, the six and three uh, storm of Delta Charter. Well, it's another uh, team in a lull. Yeah, well, they're six and three. They'll take on the six and two St. Fred's Warriors tonight yeah. uh, at St. Fred's. So that's another one you keep your eye on there. Coach Wheeler and company coming off a couple tough weeks and got another strong test yeah. this week. Uh, the game of the week, I would say, the five and three Rebels and the yeah. eight and one Bearcats. Tomorrow night, Rustin. Right? Tomorrow night. That yeah. is tomorrow night. Over so. at uh, Rustin. Over Rustin and and West Monroe, of course. If they lose, they. Five and five? Mm-hmm. Five and four. Five and four. Yeah. It's just unheard of. Uh, you know, and I was uh, talking with Jake this morning and and making the argument that, you know, he was telling he was telling me he's been getting a lot of flack from listeners upset that saying they are against West Monroe. I said, well, here's the thing. West Monroe doesn't have a gripe anymore. I mean, it's been 20 years since they were a powerhouse. They've been in the state championship in 2012, mm-hmm. but – They've done nothing this decade. Neville's been the dominant team in Northeast Louisiana this past decade, not West Monroe. They've lived on name alone. They've not won championships. And for anybody to get mad about that is just mad at the facts. Facts don't care about your feelings, right? That's what that's what they say. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, West Monroe has to 
you know, show somebody that they can actually win before I think you can just go ahead and mark them off. You know, 100 game streaks against district opponents is great, but you need to have a championship in there. You know, they had not had a championship in almost 20 years. Uh, it's time to, I think, really the shift of the power has, has went away from West Monroe. And if, you know, tonight, if they lose to Rustin, which I think they probably are tomorrow, I think they're probably the underdog in that game. You know, you could you could probably see a shift in coaching coming in the offseason, and you probably see that anyway. Yeah, possibly so. So that's uh, the big game we'll keep in our eyes on tomorrow night as well as uh, Washita and Pineville will get together uh, tomorrow night. Um, Vidalia at two and seven, Faraday at one and seven. When's the last time you think mm. both of these teams were so far sub five hundred at this point in the season? Yeah, it's been a while. I can remember just a couple of years ago, Stanley's first year after he left FB and took the head coaching job there. You know, he, it was just like one of those firecracker years where D. Faircloth was brought out of retirement. Yeah. And he had Vidalia undefeated when they played, uh, I think at that time, just a one-loss Ferry team, and they beat Ferry that night. Um, of course, since then, both teams have taken oddly crazy trajectories. And, you know, with, you know, Ferry winning the title, they obviously had a rough year this year. But, you know, Vidalia – I think it's been struggling ever since Faircloth left. So, you know, there'll be some people at the game. It's a rivalry game, but two teams struggling to find their footing this yep. year. Uh, Dell High Charter at four and five will travel to Madison. Is two and six on the year. Gina at eight and one will take their record on Always the road good. to uh, take on Winfield, who is six and three on the uh, young season. Oak Grove at five and four. They'll travel to Sicily Island. They'll be six and four after tomorrow night. Yes, Sicily Island one and eight on the year. We'll be at this game tomorrow night over at Patriot Stadium. The Minden Crimson Tide with a 3-6 and six record. And right now, right, uh, I guess, midway in the 20s of the uh, power ratings, they will travel over to Franklin Parish High School to take on the 1-7 and seven Patriots, who are 34 right now. It's crazy, crazy things could happen if Franklin Parish wins this game tomorrow night. Um, you know, the, you've got all of these forfeits going on right now. I mean, uh, they could find their way into the top 32. Good, it could. It would be uh, against a very, you know, good opponent, whoever it is. But I will say this: the the big key, and you know, the the schedule says it all. All of the these tough opponents that Franklin Parish has had this year. Right. That's why they're sitting at that number thirty four spot. Had it not been for that, and I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there saying, and we were we've been some of them is like, hey, let's let's schedule some games that could possibly yeah. build be building stones towards your district yes. schedule. Yes, uh, but you know that. We'll say that for the tough schedule. That's got them in a position to possibly squeak in the uh, one yeah. top 32. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's also got them in a position to play some juggernaut like oh, Edna Carr. I didn't say it was going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, that, but with Menden, however, that's a game they can compete in, and that's yeah. what we'll be looking for tomorrow night. Uh, Wasman and Union tomorrow night. Wasman at five and three, Union at six and three. Uh, this could be uh, one yeah, to watch. Um, we'll pick it here in just a, just very shortly. But yeah, all of a sudden Wasman's become a, a hot team in three A and Union. Maybe not as dominant as we thought they were early in the season. You know, lost to some good teams, and we they certainly looked good the night FP played them. But you know, when you look at a Sterlington team and compare them to Union, they're very similar. But mm-hmm. Sterlington's on a little different tier. They do the type of the same type of things, but. Sterlington made it look so easy. Yep. You can see if uh, they have to run into them again, it would probably turn out like it what did the first time with Sterlington with a runaway victory. Uh, Bastrop at one and nine will be at three and six. Richwood. Um, let's see, Mangum and OCS tomorrow yeah. night. An out of district game late in the year. Say what you will about the Mangum Dragons. Scott Wilshire had them a dynamite schedule ready this year. I mean, to to come to come away. With just one loss at this point in the year, it's unbelievable the type of teams they play. Two losses, yeah, general trash. Excuse me, another one being the Sterlington. Uh, you know, they they most likely are the underdogs going against undefeated OCS tomorrow. But, you know, it's one of those games where you don't want to not prepare or rest anybody for the playoffs because you're going against an, an OCS team, and this could right. knock them off. That could certainly help you out in the, in the ratings when, when the you know, the – the brackets come out the following week. Yeah. So, this will be a goodie. It, 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 it's going to be, um, you know, normally, like you said, you wouldn't play something like this or a team week like 10. this week, week 10, um, yeah. especially after, you know, you've had that 7-2, uh, and two, you know, record. You, you know, you're going in, you know General Trask is going to be tough. Yeah. You got Sterlington. You got, I, I believe you got Oak Grove they, they put on the schedule I was this year. I to say, I, I, th- I think you stole one at Oak Grove, yeah, one that won. a lot of people didn't think you were probably going to win. You went over there, got the win in that. So that just kind of set things off here. 
Boy, if they could knock off OCS oh, yeah. or even keep it, you know, th- these two have been in the district together before, and they were always great football games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, meeting in the playoffs, too, as well. So, you yeah. know, this is a little renewed rivalry sure. uh, on Friday night, too. So. And you're going to get a team that's not going to make any mistakes in OCS, and it'll be Mangum's. I mean, you're, there is no tougher test before you start the playoffs. No, you're right. Who they're going to play somebody that they'll beat the mm-hmm. bejesus out of in yeah. the first round. Yeah. So it's good to get another test before you the playoffs. Eight no general trash. They'll be nine and no tomorrow night. I'm saying it. They're going to be Ravel tomorrow night. Yes, uh, Ravel's right. five and four tomorrow uh, at uh, at Ravel. Ravel's got the home game there. And uh, Caldwell Parish and Marksville both two and seven. They'll get together tomorrow night uh, mm-hmm. at Marksville. So. There you have it. That's our roundup, our look ahead preview of uh, tonight and tomorrow night's matchups. And we'll keep it all updated on the uh, Winsboro Sports scoreboard live on uh, Friday night as the Patriots will be at home taking on Minden. Pre-games at 6.30 and kickoff One last night in the hot box. Hopefully we'll say It's not going to be hot, though. That's right, but it'll always be the hot box. It'll be the the ice box tomorrow night, I think. We're hoping to say – Goodbye. Farewell. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's we'll not see. gonna be. We'll it's, see. It's not gonna be well, bitter neither. I'm. Yeah. You know. I, I don't know if it's that like one of the Carlin's words you don't say on the radio. Talk <laughs> about the press box, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're hoping care. it's gonna be a good night for football. And, and really, I, I've been impressed with the attendance this year for Franklin Parish fans, considering the rough year that they've had. You know, people are always gonna support a winner more. They're still showing up. They're still paying the eight dollars at the gate. Uh, you know, the, the band's had an excellent year. They're getting to showcase their talent. You have tons of, you know, cheerleaders and other people, support staff. They all bring yeah. their family. You know, people are still supporting this team, and they want to see a good performance to finish the year off. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm about 99.9% right. Tomorrow night's senior night at FP. So Should come be out last and then, final game of the Yeah, yeah. you've got a, you know, a, a bunch of Ton. seniors, tons Ton. of seniors are going to be out there. The band and cheerleaders yeah. and, of course, the football yep. players. Uh, so come on out and support them in their final home game of their careers. Yeah. And uh, who knows, you know, it might not be the final game of their high school football career or cheerleading or dancing or whatever yeah, right. altogether. Uh, they may make it to the playoffs, get one more shot at it. So come on out tomorrow night and uh, root on uh, Franklin Parish at uh, Patriot Stadium at 7 p.m. We'll take our uh, final break when we come back. Easy, Kelly. Uh, week 10, pickskin pick them. E- yeah, easy. Yeah. <laughs> easy. I'm not, I'm not excited about this at all. This always happens. The same thing every year. You picked the always la- second to last week to have your worst week. I, I don't know exactly. what happened. Man. And I thought they were good picks. They were. There's only one they, that they, I should kick myself in the face for. I thought they were. Yeah, ULM. Is yeah, the only you one. jumped on Bobby Bowden, putting him up on a pedestal. Was, Shut up! You was did the building, same thing was last building week. A statue of him on the bayou, <laughs> and he had to go up to Appalachia and the hillbillies, you know, deliverance team. Yeah, but you, you were on the boat last week too. I'm hey, not I like him. You just didn't like pick him. The team. I, I knew what he was facing up there in Banjo Land. Ah, you know, I was just, you know, yeah. hey, you were blinded I, by I the was, berries. I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we'll be back with our pigskin pick them right after this. You're listening to the Extra Point Podcast, a playback of our Thursday show on KMARMixler.com and TuneIn Radio. Tune in Thursdays at 5 p.m. for the Extra Point. Now, back to the show. It's the Extra Point with Cody Maroney and Matt Reynolds.
welcome. Welcome back to the Extra Point inside the Franklin State Bank Broadcast Studios here at KMAR. I want to look at the credits to see who the clapper was on that song. Though. You think that you think they like did uh, got a lot of action in there? You think uh, mm. may have recorded it and just kind of kept it on a loop? I don't Fellas, know how you could sustain it. You have it for what that appears long. to be a dynamite <laughs> sound, but I need more clapping. Need, need more clap. Every time it pops up on YouTube, I gotta watch it. Gotta watch it. Every time. Just to see Will Farrell in his yeah. undersized shirt. Right. Swinging I, on a cowbell. I'm excited, uh, you know, quit watching SNL for a while. Oh, I quit. Yeah. Um, I retired. But, but I'm excited that uh now things are kinda turning a little bit. Yeah, maybe things will change and uh becoming more I don't know, the feel the a, scales are a little a, bit more uh, even now. Yeah, I feel a, a change in the sea tides yes. shifting. Yeah. The seas have changed. The winds have changed, if you will, blowing through hopefully 2022. It was a very, very good week. Yes. Hopefully the things keep going that way. Hey, I'll tell you what, speaking of comedy, the Manning Brothers. Ah. Never knew Eli was that mm, funny. Yeah. I know we said it before on the show, but that is gold, man. I mean, it, yeah. it's so much funny. It's fun to see the interaction between them and their guests. Yeah. And it, But to see the brothers, the way they interact with each other, that's the funniest part to me. And, you know... Um, you throw Cooper in there one week. He's a funny guy, but yeah. get him in before the season's over just to see what the trifecta would be like. Maybe did, bring Arch on. Did you uh, did you watch this past Monday night? Some of it. Uh, uh, so the Monday night game was Giants, uh, Giants and Chiefs. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, so they had Strahan on there. Yeah, they were and, dogging Mahomes a lot. I mean, uh, yeah. Mahomes looked bad. He did. It, he's looked bad all year. He really has. It, yeah. it, it hasn't been. You know, it's one of those things that. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say he's not. I mean, he's he's definitely still an elite quarterback. Uh, you know, you have those bad seasons. and Brady never had one. You're right. <laughs> Brett Favre never had one. I mean, I'm you're just right. saying they were so quick to anoint him as the best, this flashiest, it's the sexiest pick. He can throw it with no look. Pa- yeah, but. Sometimes had, that doesn't work out for you. He hadn't won you know, a Favre, Favre would do that, too. Favre was a gambler. Yeah, I like I like that about Favre, and I like that about uh, you know quarterbacks that do it. You know, they take those mm-hmm, shots mm-hmm. because you don't get the Favre like plays right. unless you try that. Right, you know, and I'm okay with that a lot. You you know who could be really what what Mahomes is, but better at what he does is Trey Lance. After looking at him, mm-hmm. that guy's got a ceiling through the roof, but. Uh, you know, it just reminds me of Mahomes, but maybe a little more athletic, I guess, when I first look at him a few weeks Look ago. at it this way, and, and you've got a lot of quarterbacks like that. You know, it was Mahomes. I guess before him it was Cam Newton. Sure. You yeah. know, these running type guys that can throw it on the run. Lamar? Can, Lamar. Lamar's another one of those guys that's uh, – He's getting better, though. I think he's getting better, but he's still got those moments. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely it's got just, he's definitely got moments like what are you doing for sure. Yeah. And um, it seems like that. And of course, he's about three years more into the league, I think, than than Patrick Mahomes, or at least got more experience. And both of them have a Super Bowl. That's right. But it, it seems like the the offense that the Ravens run is more suited to Lamar than. It seems like if things go bad for Mahomes at Kansas City, the offense is blown up. It is. It's, it, it has to go great for yeah, him. And yeah. they have no running game. What is uh, up with that? I mean, yeah. They have no running game. It's, it's all, you know. Frank they, Gore's kid scored a touchdown <laughs> last week. Frank Gore's kid. Yeah. They almost played in the league <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah. They really did. Uh, but, you know, Kyler Murray is another one of those guys yeah. that's having a stellar season. But how long can he sustain that? Yeah. At that, that you know, you gotta have yeah. that tight. You gotta have a running game. You gotta have something to complement what you're doing right now. The Chiefs don't have it, and they I don't. think that is why Patrick Mahomes is not playing at the higher level that we've you know I, seen. Just him because play. his brother is annoying on TikTok and always in the news, I'm I'm rooting against the Chiefs right. now. Okay, so. yeah. Well, I was rooting for him Monday night <laughs> for obvious reasons. Oh yeah, they're playing the Giants, but uh, I don't my, think the Cowboys have anything to worry about. We don't, but I just don't like seeing division teams win. Sure. Uh, I mean, I wanted Detroit to beat Philadelphia so bad Sunday that it, I mean it was, and then they <laughs> but they have Jared Goff. They have Jared Goff. <laughs> so my question There's though that. was, so uh, you know, the past few weeks, uh, you know, you had the middle fingers Manning one week. Yeah, you had, you had uh, Marshall, Skittles, Skittles you had, Lynch. You had Skittles dropping f bombs all over yeah, from did, his couch. Yeah, and did, his, did we his not FaceTime on his sideways yeah, phone there? Yeah, did we not get a moment like that? I don't, I think, don't think we did. We did. I think Peyton had like seven pregame. Yeah meetings with Eli. Yeah. Because Eli, hey, oh, yeah. 
You know, don't Eli's don't say gullible old Eli. <laughs> Eli doesn't realize we're a live show eight weeks into the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's ESPN. Who cares? Nobody cares. I mean that. That's why you can get away with it now because it's all it's premium cable. You're paying for those channels, so you know don't be upset when it happens because it's coming. FX has already dropped yeah. that bomb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone Paramount I mean, Network. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's. And people yeah. are upset about it because, you know, we can't watch TV. Well, this is what happens when you pay for satellite radio. If you ever watch, listen to mm-hmm. uh, Howard Stern and wonder how he can get away with some of the stuff he does. That's cause it's you're also more widely it. accepted because the society is more corrupt than it was Absolutely. 20 years ago. That's yeah. part of it, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, you I'm should, not saying there's I'm a common decency. Or against it because yeah. I can't watch hardly anything on TV. I can't watch Yellowstone with my kids. You shouldn't. No. I can't. Some, par- some parents will. Some parents probably will, but I, you know, you can't do that. No, uh, because of obvious reasons. So I mean, you can't. But you the can, parents who do that will have a little trouble watch, later on. There's probably. a lot of stuff on even your local channels: CBS, Fox, uh, NBC. Oh, yeah. That yeah. You, you, I mean, it's all what you want in, to subject your kids to. They may yeah. not be as vulgar, but yeah. it, it's certainly going a certain direction. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I tell you what's uh, going in a different direction as well as our our pit. Well, my pick. Heyo. Yeah. Matt took the lead last week with a ten and five record. I went eight and seven. He needed two picks. He got two picks. He's mm. jumped me for one oh five and fifty on the yeah. year. Me at one oh four and fifty one. Uh, all on credit the year. to Appalachian State for getting it done. Mm. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, oh, credit. <laughs> Appalachian State. Where's, where's the rest of them picks at? Let me tell you what else hurt me last week. Well, it, it was a few in there. There's a few. All right. The St. Fred's pick hurt both of us, yeah. but I, so I didn't gain anything on that. Uh but yeah, the ULM pick hurt and Baker Mayfield. Well, and what is going on there, man? I don't know. With, o- with Odell Beckham, it is just a cluster. Uh, with the beginning of the year. They dismissed like, him for the second time today. Yeah. Second straight practice yeah. today. So, And, yeah. you know, at the beginning of the year, you're like, wow, that's an all-star team. But, but they're the Browns. They've been an all-star team they're for three Browns. seasons. Yeah. yeah. They can't I mean, get it together, man. Well, the thing about it is, is Pittsburgh still owns Cleveland in the playoff in the in the regular season, but just hope they don't play in the playoffs. Right, because we all saw what happened last year. Uh, we start off. Told with you, our give me the cardboard cut out of Big Ben. <laughs> I'll take him every right. day. Neville at home tonight against Huntington. Yeah. Eight and one Huntington. Eight and one Neville. Well, seven and one Neville. The rate, yeah. The Raiders have reeled off eight straight after losing to Bird. Uh, they're getting. An amped up version of Bird tonight, Neville. Bill Ripple will be rocking. Neville Tigers get the win. Yeah, give me, like, you know, it's one of the things, like, how do you pick against Neville and the history that they have? They've had a couple of, uh, you know, they've had a couple of games this year that one of them did get away from them. The other one, mm-hmm. they, they squeaked it out at the end. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, still, when you're playing the type of schedule that Neville is, all mm-hmm. that's doing is preparing you for greatness at the end and they got the guys up front that can lean on you like will campbell and sledge and those guys that throughout the game that's it's going to wear down huntington who who hasn't seen a team with this size and this skill all mm-hmm. year yeah so uh i'll take give me uh, the neville tigers as well i'll be watching that game tonight um and uh let's see west monroe at ruston yeah um I, like i said i was talking to one of our buddies earlier today and he was getting a lot of flack for really ragging on West Monroe, and, and they've deserved it this year, but he picked them this week. I can't do that. I think Rustin is solid. I mean, for them to be able to win all these close games they've been in, um, I think this is the best team Coach Jared Ball's ever had over there, and I think they get to win and break another streak this week against West Monroe. Yeah, give me uh, the Bearcats as well. They have uh, had, uh, you know, they've only lost one game this year. Yeah, and that was in a triple overtime game against the Neville Tigers. Well, it says a lot so, about Neville, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, give me Rustin in this game. Uh, Mangum, or excuse me, Wasman and Union. Yeah. All of a sudden, this game isn't such a, a home run sure win for the Union farmers i think wasman certainly going to make it competitive it's just hard for me to go against trey holly and donald and spout a four at home to finish out the regular season but i think it's real close but i like union all right matt takes union um i'm gonna go wasman in this game I, I mean, it is a toss-up it, it is, is and i need the pick there you go so you know not do i think wasman can do i, th- I still think union will win the game but yeah. i'm gonna pick wasman Give them the off chance that I get an upset tomorrow and tie okay. things up. Thank you for the explanation, Amaryllis Lamb. You're welcome. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mangum at OCS. Yeah. Um, 
Mangum's had the tougher schedule. OCS hasn't really been challenged in the last four or five weeks. Mangum is prepared, but I think OCS gets the win because they don't have penalties and they just simply do the right thing for four quarters. Mangum hangs with them, but OCS wins in the long run. Yeah, give me OCS as well. This, uh, this, the, these guys have met. This is going to be a rivalry yeah, renewed. Rivalry. Um, it's going to be a fun atmosphere to play a football game in, and yeah. it seems like OCS always has the uh, the ball roll their way a few times in the game. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you got Mark Laird running from November. Hash to they just hash play to, better to yeah. to pick off that pass at uh, in the playoffs that yeah. year, which was killer for for the Dragons. Yeah, um, semifinal game. Yeah, it's yeah. A heck of a game. Uh, OCS over here, too. Menden at Franklin Parish tomorrow night. Senior night for the Patriots. Senior night. um, You know, there's been some moments of hope the past few weeks. You know, you look back at the Sterlington game, the first couple quarters played well, played really well in the first four quarters against Huntington. We still haven't seen a game where they did it the whole game. I mean, even the game they won over Bastrop, you shut them out, but you did. the offense played miserable. The offense has played better. In the past few weeks, especially you know going back to Huntington and and looking against Sterlington, um, I, I, Menden don't know much about them other than the fact they haven't won a district game except against Bastrop. Uh, they're probably not the Menden team that came in here uh, and wiped wiped the floor with us the last time we played them. I think FP hangs with them, but Menden gets the win in the end. Yeah, I'm going with Menden. The, the toughest thing about Franklin Parish this year is they haven't been able to put four quarters together. Yeah. of good football and and like you said even though the Bastrop game was a win it was not a pretty win right. offensively defense played great special teams played great defense has struggled the past couple weeks yeah so yeah, especially good, in the good second teams. half good teams yeah there, especially yeah. in the second half but when you spend the majority of the second half on the field oh, I yeah. mean it's gonna happen it's gonna yeah. happen every single time uh the the cards are stacked against you uh, Franklin Parish, you know, they've got – the seniors are going to play hard tomorrow night. They're going to want this to, to wrap up their careers at home against Menden, but I think Menden FP at the end gets the win. has to find a running a running game next year. You know, the, the, the passing game, you've seen improvements in it. It's mm-hmm. never going to work without a running back. they got to find somebody. They didn't have one this year. they got to find one in the offseason. Yep. Uh, Franklin Parish will be at home tomorrow night. We'll have it for you, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff right here on KMAR. We head to the college ranks. Wake Forest, look out. Disrespected Wake Forest. Wake Forest in the top ten. Yeah, they're undefeated. Yeah. And normally, when a team in the ACC is undefeated, they're in the top five, or at least the top four when the bowl committee comes out. Yep. Oh, oh, it's not Clemson, so let's just keep them out of it. They got a lot to prove, but the first step in that is beating Mac Brown in North Carolina, vastly underachieving this year. But it still has talent. But I like Wake Forest to get the win. The Demon Deacons on the road. Yeah, yeah. Wake Forest uh, obviously a little ticked off about the you know the rate the rankings yeah. that came out as well. They should. There's a there was a few things in those rankings that kind of had me uh, scratching yeah, my yeah. How head. How is on Alabama this. above Cincinnati when hey. Cincinnati they beat Notre Dame? I mean, I, I, everybody's like, well, yeah, but it's going to play out. Well. That's not how you. That's not why you put together the committee. Yeah, you put together the committee to get four the four best deserving teams. teams. Yeah, and, and I think uh, what is it next year? Or they're it's expanding it. About they're talking about expanding yeah. it. They need to do that because here's the deal. Uh, you remember back in 2007, the Boise State Broncos. Oh yeah, defeated Oklahoma in, in the, the Fiesta, Fiesta Bowl. Bowl and Statue I, of Liberty play. I feel Ian like Ian Johnson. Yeah, I feel like. Something like that, like Cincinnati. Cincinnati is one of those types yeah. of teams, and and they're never you're, you're never going to have an opportunity unless they expand this playoff yeah. format because the same four teams are always up there, and teams like Cincinnati, mm-hmm. UCF, yeah, a few years, years ago, ago. they yeah. you know they won the Sugar Bowl, could add opportunity, but you will never know unless you put them in. Well, in Oklahoma, still undefeated, mm-hmm. even though they shouldn't be. Kansas, yeah. I should have beat them. Texas but should have beat them. If Georgia takes care of business when it's all said and done against Alabama, it, it really won't it really work itself out. Yeah, because those other teams will have to win out, and probably the only undefeated team I think that doesn't have a shot is Texas San Antonio UTSA. There ain't no. Yeah, they don't have a prayer. Yep. Uh, Ohio State at Nebraska. Yeah, I I, I like neither team, mm-hmm. but I guess Ohio State. I mean, they're they're the better team and should win, but uh, they're not. Ohio State of recent years where they're just going to go yeah. in and score 50 points. You know, Nebraska is one of those that uh, I think is underachieved, too. You know, they've always oh, been known for being Scott just Frost a smash-mouth type of football team, and they're 
you're very underachieving this year, OSU. Uh, and this one, Ohio State. Uh, Michigan State and Purdue. Not a good spot to be if you're Michigan State. Number two. By the way, that pick cost me last week, too. Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. was this close. Yeah. But Sparty, what a win for them last week. But you got to be worried coming into this because it's very Purdue-y <laughs> to knock a team off like this late in the year. They did it to, a couple weeks ago to Iowa. Mm-hmm. They, I would be worried if I was Michigan State that I wouldn't be amped up and ready for this Purdue team. Purdue's never – they're not going to win a national title or anything like that, but they can upset you, certainly on a coldy, brisk morning in Lafayette, Indiana, when you're playing at 10 a.m. like they do up there. Yep. And you're not amped up and ready to play. But I like Michigan State to win. Yeah, give me Michigan State uh, to win this one too. Um, you know, Purdue beat Iowa – I didn't think Iowa was that good, really. They were the they were the worst number two ranked team ever. I didn't think I really. Yeah. I watched them a couple of times this year. I didn't think they were that good. That's <laughs> just never exciting to yeah. watch, are they? No, uh, Michigan State though, mm. they're losing big. Yeah, and they come back. So we talked about it last week. Yeah, Harbaugh. is the Harbaugh era now officially in the tank? He's two and seven against Ohio State, Michigan State. Yeah, you can't be the Michigan coach if you're two and seven against the. In-state school, mm-hmm. and Ohio State owns you. They own you. You got to get rid of him. I, I don't know if – I don't see why boosters would continue to support them, a guy that can't beat their rivals. Yep. just can't do it. Yep. Uh, Michigan State for both of us. We go to Auburn and Texas A&M. Auburn, the Bo Nix era – yeah, he's looking I mean, pretty good. For I the mean, Tigers. all of a sudden, he's you know one of the best looking quarterbacks in the SEC. You know, after that game against LSU, but you know, I, I think we both went south on that pick. Uh, I think we both picked Ole Miss a week we did. ago. Yeah, yeah, Auburn getting better and better as the week goes on. You know, new coach, the team's finally playing. You know, really, I think as good as anybody outside of Alabama in the West right now. <laughs> so. Um, I do not have faith in A&M. Even though they beat Alabama, I, I, I just mark, scratched that off. But something about, you know, College Station this time of year, um, I think if things bounce the right way, you know, the Aggies can win. I still think Auburn pulls up the upset on the road, though. Uh, yeah, give me Auburn as well. Um, you know, I have a little Knicks magic. He'll have he'll have he's got one of the one or two of those plays a game that are just like how how do you do? Yes, it? Unless you're playing against does. LSU and he's got ten. Yeah, he's got ten of those. <laughs> Literally plays. every play is like yeah. that. Uh, so yeah, give me Auburn. I've never believed in Texas A and M, and it won't continue yeah. this week. No. Um, no. Last but not least, LSU, Alabama, Alabama. Alabama by 40. <laughs> by 40? Yeah. What's the spread? You know? I, I think, actually, Cody Aiden is starting in their secondary <laughs> on Saturday. That's that's where we're at now. We're five starters out yeah. of the secondary. So, that means you're already down, you know, to your third string. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be walk-ons playing the secondary against Alabama. No. I have no chance. Yeah. Um, Alabama, I would say, I'll, I'm going to be a little generous, 30. I'll give them 30. Okay. Well, that still wouldn't. Yeah, that okay. The point spread's twenty nine and a half. So. Okay, so yeah, they'll cover. Yeah. Now imagine saying that two years ago. You wouldn't. And it's incredible. You wouldn't. I, I don't even remember where was where LSU were was LSU the underdog. Alabama? They were the going favorite. to. They were the favorite. They were the favorite. Okay, okay. I couldn't slight remember. Slight favorite. Um, but so if I told you in twenty nineteen, we knew it would never be this good. But it's going to be the pits of hell for the next two mm-hmm. years. Would you take it? Uh, Did Orgeron is he leaving the program in a better place than when absolutely he, not. he's not? No, that's mm. that. That's what's incredible is that he won a national title, had the greatest season in college football history. Heisman, all these guys with the NFL, Justin Jefferson, all these guys, and the team's worse. The program's worse off yeah. now. Two years later, yeah, that says a lot about him yeah, as a head coach. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Uh, yeah, no, it's not. And it continues. I don't less left them in a better place. Yeah, here's what I don't understand. And and, and you sent me a, a clip of a video which kind of explained a little bit okay. more. You yeah. know uh, about I, the assistance. I, I couldn't understand why if they agreed to part ways in week five of the season, why they let him why coach? Why is he still there? And that explained it. And that explained it because there's nobody on staff 
that could take this team in an interim capacity right. and turn them into a better team than what O could do right now. Nobody on staff on or, staff. or on, on staff and willing to do it. Yeah. Because Emsmanger, I Emsmanger think said right. no. He says, absolutely not. Hell no. <laughs> I just want my spit cup and let me call plays. Leave, leave me call. alone. I'm right. not talking to the media. And he's, yeah, he's not even, he's at a, at an administrative level. Right. Now. Yeah. He's, he's not even there, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's there, but he's not, you know, yeah. coaching the team. So, uh, yeah, you know, this, um, I'm, I'm good. I mean, this is going to be the most sought-after job in the entire country. No doubt. After the no season's doubt. over with. But I, I still feel like even though he's parting ways with them and I think there's already an idea mm-hmm. of the direction they're going to go, we just can't do it because of obvious issues. Oh, the yeah. season's still going on. Absolutely. You can't announce that now. But, yeah, Alabama gets the win tomorrow night. It's going to be a splash hire, folks. Don't expect yeah. some no name. No, no, it's it's yeah, it's going to be big. You can bet Woodard he he goes big or he goes home. After after two years of what we just witnessed, yeah, I think that's the only way you can well, go. I can remember, and my wife even reminded me this when they fired Les Miles. I was on a group text with mm-hmm. not it wasn't you, it was some other guys I knew from Baton Rouge, and uh, they were all excited and said all this. And I remember it kind of like throwing water on their fire be like hey it's ed orgeron what you know mm-hmm, you right. know less wasn't the greatest things were not going the right direction but this was his record and they i got knocked out of the group text that group text ended with that comment and i remember sending a couple texts to some other people that were in it but not this main person who got upset about the comment and like sorry i ended your group text sorry <laughs> i ruined your group text but sorry. yeah <laughs> a little forest going yeah i like it but I like it. <laughs> uh, and Scott's like, you should text him now. You should text him now. How's with the Orgeron? I was like, yeah, but at least they got the title. But I think most people thought, Orgeron, really? That's who you're going to go with? Is that Orgeron? It worked out he got the title. But I think you're you're beginning to see kind of why what so many people doubted giving him the reins to yeah. the, the mothership in Baton Rouge. Yeah, you know, and, and there's a lot of things. You know, I, you know he – that's that's the goal you're working towards. You got that fire in you all the way up until you win this thing. You get the big contract. Yeah, uh, your personal life explodes. He exploded it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he did it to himself. Yeah. yeah, but your personal life explodes. Now you're this uh, American very wealth, icon, very wealthy single. Exactly. I mean, you know, coleslaw king. Yeah, you get <laughs> you get complacent with the way things are, and then yeah. you just expect the next year that Mississippi State's going to roll over in week one. Yeah, and they put up 500 yards of offense and 45 points on you. Exactly. In your own building. Now, granted, and, there wasn't but about 15,000 people there, but still. Right. And media reports out of Baton Rouge that have been, you know, there's been a couple players buck against this, but not every player. So that tells you something. That there was girls bringing their kids to practice mm-hmm. and his girlfriends to LSU practice. What in the world? This was yeah. at the same time when Mississippi State was breaking records on you. Yeah. It, it just looks bad all the yeah. way around. Uh, so, yeah, we've we've only got a few more weeks of this left, and then we'll see how the rest of that unfolds. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm honestly ready for Will Wade's team to take the court. I'm looking forward to the Tigers basketball team this year. Yeah. It's going to be a fun year. Yeah. And Kim Mulkey's team. Yeah, Kim Mulkey, Will Wade, and then don't yeah. forget, you know, you got a uh, pretty exciting baseball season around the that's corner, too. Gonna turn, that's, that's going to shock some folks how well yep. LSU does, I think. Uh, we go to the NFL, Browns and the Bengals, both teams coming off of a loss last week. The Browns, mm-hmm. of course, um, losing to Pittsburgh. We spoke about that mm-hmm. earlier. The Bengals, though, let a guy named Mike White, and I knew who this was because the Cowboys drafted him. Mike White. Mike White throws for over 400 yards, three touchdowns, defeats the Bengals yeah. in New York. Kind Crazy of a, uh, you know, and and that could be a good thing for Cincinnati because. It was a good day for Burrow, too. And yeah. I mean, it wasn't, he, I think, at an interception, but, I mean, it wasn't like he went out there and had a bad day. Right. Um, yeah, and and I think you're, you're very much, you know, happy with the direction the Bengals are going. You certainly, if you're. Cincinnati, you took a chance on the hometown kid, and it's paid off already. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obvious. He's got the respect of everybody in that locker room, and they're, they're ten times better than they were before they, you know, he got there. So I think that you kind of see the changing of the guard with these two local geographical teams with Cleveland and Cincinnati, and I like the Bengals. Yeah, give me the Bengals too. Um, you know, the Browns are who we thought they were, yeah. apparently. Yeah. They've got some great talent. They always do. They've been doing this for two or three years now. But when it comes down to it, mm-hmm. you know, I don't trust Baker. No. Um, they the, were, I think they were better before 
Odell Beckham got there. I, I think mean, so. It seems like they were playing better before. Yeah. You know, they threw him into the mix. What is it? What is the deal with OBJ? I mean, it it it, it follows him everywhere he goes. So I mean, obviously, he's the common denominator here. Yeah, and you know, you can remember he got banned from coming to LSU after mm-hmm. the national championship and his antics in the Man, Superdome, throwing money all over the place, acting yeah. like a moron. Uh, then you, I don't know if you remember, shortly after that, it, you know, the reports come out about <clears throat> his preferences with the ladies and yeah. what he likes, which yeah. wasn't flattering for anybody. I mean, it wasn't no Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It was it was legal, but <laughs> would you want to tell? I don't know why would you want to tell no, people it, about it. it. No, I'm not. No, uh, no. It, it, I'll just say If this. you want to know, go look it up. We'll yeah, put it, it that it, way. I'll just say this. It was, you know, fortuitous he was in Cleveland uh, at the time, which yeah. just go look it up. But, um, yeah, he's, he's never really – met any of his potential. I mean, he had a few good moments he in New York. He had that one catch. I mean, that one one-handed catch. And, I mean, you he know, had, the rest made, of the time he fought Josh Norman. He had a great career with Zach, you know, Mettenberger mm-hmm. uh, at LSU. But I, I just still don't think he's ever reached the potential that he's been, like, marveled as his you – know, the next coming of Jerry Rice. He's never even nah, come close to come, that. There's a lot of other Somebody will take a chance on him, though. Somebody yeah. will. Yeah. The Saints – Better think twice, though. They yeah, want to bring I'm, that in their locker yeah, room. I but, don't think – I think yeah. you're. if you do that, you're getting a more amped up Michael Thomas is what you're yeah, getting. Get, and he looks like you're finally going to be rid of him. In the offseason, get him out of there. Why would you want to bring a guy like mm. – I mean, I think that's a lot of – a lot of the things that are going on with Thomas is not just his injury. You know, you're only hearing about that, but that guy was a cancer during all the social unrest last year. He was – Talking down Stoking on the flames. Yeah. And he's never played a game since then. Take the, take from that what you will. Yep. Uh, so uh, we head to Big D where the Cowboys getting a uh, big Sunday night win over the Vikings uh, with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Ooh. Yeah. Cooper Rush. Yeah. Honestly, it's a great Curry, name. I had no but, idea who that was, but it was a huge win. Yeah. He's been in the league five years. This is his second stint with yeah. Dallas. Dallas after actually drafted him. He, uh, they released him a couple of years ago and then brought him back this uh, training camp. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, I tell you, it didn't look pretty in the first half. Yeah. It wasn't pretty, but the defense was playing solid, kept him in the game. And then, uh, my goodness, it, Amari Cooper is – Well, yeah, he's come on. He's man. he's great. Yeah, cut a nice juggling catch. Got um, him out of Oakland, man. Got him yeah. out of the Raiders organization and yeah. made a great player out of him. But, you know, uh, Dak – Pre-game warm-ups look good. They decided not to go with him, but all signs are pointing towards him being back this week. Von Miller for the Broncos, not there anymore. Not Head there. Head over to the uh, L.A. Rams' new uh, alien invasion and, stadium they got it, over there. That move there certainly um, signified that the Rams are all in right now. Yeah. They're going. To, they're trying to win it this year. I think you got the guy you want at quarterback. Look at that yeah. defense, though. Yeah. I mean, it's, you got guys triple teaming Aaron Donald. Then you got Von Miller going to be flying up the gap, man. Yep. I mean, if you're Von Miller, you got to be publicly saying, "I'm going to miss you so much, Denver," and then be just throwing a damn party. Yeah. I mean, when did you, you hear what there. he said when they when they asked him? You know, they met him outside the facility when he was leaving yeah. after he was traded, and they said, uh, "You know, what do you have to tell the people of Denver?" And he said, "We always got Super Bowl 50. That was it. Wow. I that even was forgot it. about that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all he said, which tells me he he's, didn't he's he didn't like it. He didn't like Denver anymore. He didn't want to no. be there anymore. Well, and, it's been a kind of a cluster, it, you know, and the defense has held them yeah. the only reason they've been competing in, in, in the league and yeah. to, but to add him to the mix at in LA, that that really for your Cowboys, they gotta be looking at it saying that's who we're gonna have to get past. Yeah. That's that, in the playoffs, that's the team that it's yep. going to give us the most trouble. Yep. Uh, so, uh, and you know, hopefully things change up. I mean, you don't want that game in L.A. No. I, other other than the Cowboys, well, you, because – You may be shipped off into space and never you may return. Be. But, uh, you know, Dallas played the Chargers earlier this year in yeah. that same stadium, and it was probably three-quarters Cowboys fans. So Yeah, because all the, all the all the Chargers fans are in San Diego. Yeah. Not L.A. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, give me – I think Dak's going to be back this week. Um, yeah, you know, they'll lean on the running game a lot, I think. Uh, but he'll he'll make a few plays. Cowboys win. They won't need to throw it. Mm. They'll be able to use the running game and come over with a victory. Uh, Falcons at the New Orleans Saints. Golly, another wow. weird situation there. Wow. You know, you, you Mike, we mentioned Michael Thomas is down for the year. Mm-hmm. But also, Jameis goes down. 
Simeon, former Denver quarterback, comes in, gets it done. And uh, Taysom Hill is healthy. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how he's used this week. But, you know, as of right now, the Saints defense is the best part of this team. You know, uh, you look, they got a pretty solid defensive core. And, well, first of all, the Falcons are terrible. So I don't think they'll have any trouble this week. But they're going to have to get it figured out, you know, if they want to be a team that can compete in the playoffs because it's a little bit fly by the seat of your pants week to week right yeah, now for the yeah. Saints. And for them to be 5-2 and two right now, seven games into the season That's, is huge. Oh, it's, man. it's big because – huge. Any other team going through something like it? Yeah. If it was the Cowboys, then <laughs> they'd be zero and seven. Exactly. Yeah. That's the point right now. Yes. Yeah. yes. And, and I mean that that just goes to show you, like Sean Payton's one of the great quarterback. I mean, uh, coaches in the league. I mean, you take no. constantly. He takes no name guys. Mm-hmm. Marcus Colston. Who knew yeah. who that was? Yeah. Countless tight ends. Uh, exactly. Made Jimmy Graham a millionaire. Yeah, and he he leaves New Orleans and doesn't Nothing. do anything. You know, so. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, New Orleans, like you said, not going to have any trouble this weekend. Yeah. Uh, dumpster fire Atlanta organization. Yeah. Um, I mean, their yeah. their owner looks I mean, like a old mafia boss. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what does Matt Ryan have on him? Because my guy, yeah. to still keep that guy employed after the, all this. Yeah. Unreal. I you think, think uh, Sean Watson would be there by now. I think. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think this could be it for him too. Uh, yeah. In Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, he's Sayonara. gonna. They're either gonna get rid of him or he's gonna want out. One of the Freddie other. Freeman at quarterback yeah. next year. Yeah. Uh, all right, Cardinals at the 49ers, and this is intriguing NFC West matchup. But mm-hmm. Kyler Murray did not practice today. Yeah, a little banged up, and 49ers. Uh, you know, they're not. They're improving. I mean, you know, they're st- still figuring it out, deciding what they're gonna do offensively with yep. Shanahan and company. Um, I could see the 49ers catching Cardinals off guard here and getting a win. Um, but I think I'm going to you know, stick it out with Kingsbury and go with cards. Can I do it either or here? Yeah, sure. Can we do it? If, if Kyler Murray plays there you Cardinals, go. if he don't play, Who would be 49ers. Do we know? We don't I, know. I have no idea who the we backup quarterback is. Uh, so, uh, finally, Sunday night football, the Tennessee Titans, mm-hmm. who lost their uh, big King Henry running back for yeah. – Probably the it's definitely the remainder of the season. They're saying if you know, when the playoffs roll around, they'll be able to evaluate possibly getting back. But uh, man, now they're fixing to go in and take on. Not having Henry is bad enough, but now after yeah. Von Miller is entering the equation yeah. here, I mean, and they had just got to the point where they kind of knocked off the Bills as the top team in the AFC, I think, or the most the hottest team mm-hmm. in the AFC. Yeah, and then this happens. It's just. Um, it's really unfortunate, but I'm you know I'm not going to give up on the Titans yet. I mean, certainly we'll have to see what they look like going forward. But man, you're, you you got to go into L.A. and play the Rams this week. This isn't the week you figure it out. Yeah, I think you had some some learning curve and some bumps and bruises along the way this week with the Rams get the win. The Rams are one of those teams where they've they've been able to get past a few. Um, a few teams this year that maybe could have snuck up. I mean, they beat Detroit a couple of weeks ago, and that yeah. game was close in the fourth quarter. You know, Jared Goff coming back and all that. You know, the big storylines going into that one. But mm-hmm. they've been able to avoid those types of games so far. You know, yes. the, the those games. This is one of those games, I think, for them that they – you know, Tennessee's a good team, but I think they may be overlooking yeah. their, their goal here with uh, Derrick Henry being out. I yeah. still think they win the game. But, um, you know, it's going to be Ryan Tannehill's show for the rest of the year. Yeah, that, I think. I mean, that would make me very scared yeah. if I was a Tennessee coach. I mean, Adrian Peterson worked yeah. out for him the other day. Yeah, he may be back. Yeah. You know, he's still going after Emmett's record. Yeah, right. Come on. You remember that a few yeah. years oh, ago? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when he was with the Saints. And yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No. You know, he said, I, I could play three more years, four more years, and beat three. I don't even think he made it through. No. Frank Gore didn't get it, buddy. You never will. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's only one running back in the league right now that even threatens it, and he's out for the rest of the year. Who's that? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. That's right. Yeah. In my opinion, he's the only one. Take Zeke out of it. You know, all of that. Mm-hmm. I, I think Derrick Henry is the guy. He's got a quarterback height. He's yeah. as big as a fullback and the, runs the strength as fast of a, as the a receiver. Strength of a linebacker. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's yeah, got everything right. you want 
you know, in a dominating in the vision, running back. The yeah. vision of a of a, an elite running back. He yeah. has that vision. He is a natural running back. The way he thinks, he just doesn't look like it on the field. Yeah. As far as his physical stature, that's what makes him so hard to defend. Yeah. And, and well, you know, it's yet to be seen whether or not he can sustain that for – I mean, he's done it for He, he did it great at Alabama years. and yeah. great at Tennessee to this point. And it, but it was, you know, it was a foot well, injury, right? Right. So. Right. With each passing year. Things get it's a little tougher. <laughs> it's a little tougher. So there you have it. Uh, we both take the Rams to uh, wrap yeah. up Week Ten. So yeah. um, either you're going to win by two, mm-hmm. two picks, we'll, we'll or we're going to be tied because there's only one that uh, separates us, well, and that is we'll the tie Union. We're double or nothing next year. Buddy. That's right. That's right. Uh, as uh, for us here at uh, the Extra Point, we want to thank you all year long for hanging out with us uh, here on Thursdays, and uh, we've uh, thoroughly enjoyed Season Absolutely. Nine. Here Absolutely. on the extra point, we got one more game to go, partner. One more game tomorrow night. Come on out to Patrick Stadium. Uh, you can also stream us on Mixler.com, TuneIn Radio, Apple Music. We'll be out there at 6:30 pregame. Uh, cannot wait to get this one on the air, Cody and Franklin Parish. You know, we know that they can compete with teams like this because they competed with Sterlington for a couple quarters and Huntington for a couple quarters. They beat Bastrop, but uh, real good chance they can win tomorrow night be nice to go out with a win to finish the year. That's right. Uh, the Extra Point. We think. That's, that's right. Uh, we think. Uh, extra Point right here on KMAR and streaming, as always, on uh, TuneIn Radio and Apple Music. You can catch our replay of today's show on Apple Podcasts, and we'll see you on Friday night for Patriots football right here on The Bird. For Matt Reynolds, I'm Cody Maroney. Have a great rest of your Thursday afternoon. We'll see you. Thanks for tuning in to the Extra Point Podcast. You can listen live weekdays at 5 p.m. during football season on KMAR, Mixler.com, and TuneIn Radio. Or you can catch the playback of our show right here each Friday. Be sure to share our weekly episodes with your friends on all social media platforms.